All right, GM. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get this set up. So I'm going to tweet out something here in just a minute. But Rooster, I'm thinking we start off the tourney in 15 minutes. That was kind of the game plan, you know, starting at 1230 Eastern time and basically 15 minutes warm up on the space to be able to get everybody in here signed up and ready to go. Yes, sir. Still accepting entries here. Still accepting entries. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and link the Discord up at the top. And again, if you are not in there and have not signed up yet, check out the Discord. Um, link is in there. And we'll get going here in just good too. There's only I think 18 signups so far, so you pretty much have like a 18 percent chance to win a stonk at the moment. Hey, so here's the deal. Right now, with with number of signups that we're at, um, I'm going. We're at uh, two stonks for first place, one for second. If we get up above 40. I will go ahead and up that number. So right now, though, again, I mean, it's still a poker tourney to be able to win a free stock pretty easily with only 18 people in there. Loading up my 15 burners right now. Give me one second. I'm tweeting out the space. Yeah, this is the 81st consecutive episode, which is pretty crazy to think about, man. Number 81. Um, I need to get the app pulled up. Dude, I might. <laughs> I, I, I'm so tempted to just enter and basically just give my chips away this time. But like, the only thing I'm worried about as far as entering, other than kicking y'all's ass, is... Just the idea that it's going to be 10 times harder to actually be able to go through and commentate. And you've got to have like one person that's pretty invested into the commentary throughout the thing. And if I'm not, it gets difficult. And like you do an amazing job double tasking. I don't get how in the world you do it whenever you do these tourneys. Um, if anything, you've got an excuse as far as like your uh, lack of performance the past <laughs> several. <laughs> um, yeah, at least if I have an excuse of lack of performance, <laughs> sometimes I don't get one. <laughs> you know what you need to do? You need to get a second entry with uh, get get the girlfriend in on it. She's uh, getting ready for work right now. Oh, does, um, does she play poker? No, absolutely not. In fact, she's tired of hearing me play it too. So, it's <laughs> uh, awesome. Hey, you got to tell her a for me. It was uh, it was fun meeting her last weekend. If y'all don't know, 
poker i mean not poker yeah poker really batted out of his league rooster really batted out of his league with this one uh but if you're in here right now again you guys should hop up on stage with us it's more fun when more of y'all come up here it's not that intimidating i promise you um dude i swear man like we've got a really shy group there like there are the people that show up every single week and i see them in the audience every single week but a lot of them were just really shy. Yo, Sandy, welcome, man. Welcome. Right, right. Stage fright and performance issues. Um. Okay, I need to go over here. Go to the link. Let's see. The link is in Wonky Games, if you're unsure. So... You know, whenever you get to the Discord, which I have pinned up at the top, go to Wonky Games. You still have another nine minutes to be able to sign up for this thing before we officially kick it off. Right now, we are at 20 registrants. Um, so, again, you're only going up against 19 other, I, I guess 20 other people if you're joining late at this moment. Um, but either way, man, like, it's, you know, it's... It, <laughs> Should be a little bit easier. I But at the same time, Rooster, it's one of those things where right now, like, it's just a sign of the time with the market where, you know, we're at a place right now where the lack of engagement on the timeline reflects what is actually happening outside of that as well. And it's one of those things I really think we're going to look back on this period and we're going to laugh about it as far as just a bottom and everything and you know it's it's been fun and i think it really will be fun on the other side of it because you look at the core community of the people that are really here like dude these are the people that you get extremely close to on the other side of things yeah what's funny is um on the inverse of that uh, i don't know if you know, I went and saw some voodoo witch or, you know, what what the deal is. But my engagement has started picking up in the in the peak of the bear. And that may just because, you know, I'm not drowned out by everybody else. Um, and then my win rate seems to be picking up a little bit more as well. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm inverse bear right now. It's uh, I'm enjoying it anyways. That's amazing, man. Um, when did you notice it starting to pick up? Uh, after I you on. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Are you kidding? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Bro, it makes sense, though. Like, he's literally said that you get the engagement boost as soon as you get the blue check mark. I, I, I held out for so long because really I'm not – I'm not one to like fish for engagement on, you know, Twitter or anything. Um, it's not like I'm trying to grow to a massive account. Right. And, to, you know, I was going to comment on your tweet the other day about, you know, who do you think's going to be um, a main character in the, the next bull run? And I see all the pick me, pick me, pick me people in the, <laughs> in the comments. And I'm like, what these people don't realize is you don't want to be the main character. You get targeted. Okay, I thought about this, and for a minute, I agreed with it, and I said that you don't want to be, but then I thought about it, and it's like, no, you do want to be the main character, because if you become the main character, you did something right, 
you just want to be the main character and have the discipline to step away at the right time. I mean, okay, but, but it's tough. You, like, you get a God complex, and I think that's what ends up happening to everybody that gets to that point, right? They just don't know when to step away, walk away from the table. Yeah, you, being the main character, you, you know, potentially did something right way in the past, right? Let's take Machi, right? He, he's been the main NFT character for the last, you know, seven months or so, and right? He, and he has you know, fuck you type of money, right? Dude's deleted over, you know, like 5,000 Ethereum out of his wallet within, you know, the past couple months. I think it's actually closer to eight or nine or maybe even 10. Um, And, you know, to get that much, you know, you probably did something right in the past, but ever since he's became the main character, it's been down only for him. Yeah, and somehow he's still here, which I, I don't understand, man. I've heard multiple rumors about how much he got his money, but one way or the other, the dude has it. And, you know, he, I, I respect his conviction, if nothing else, to just continue to burn it and stick around. That, that's the thing, like, uh, at least in my opinion, you know, songs are nowhere near big enough for Machi to <laughs> put up any type of yeah, uh, bid wall to it. But if I yet, were... And yet, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if Machi's bidding on my on my project, I'm yeeting like into his bids. Like I'm allowing him to like let him give you the exit liquidity, and then you know rotate or buy back later. Like hey, I'm just definitely. saying, Machi follows six hundred and something people. I'm one of them, so he sees the stonks. Um, Pixel Rich, what's going on, man? I saw you had a question. By the uh, way, guys, four more minutes of signups left before we actually start this tourney. We are still right now, we're at 21. So, you know, 21 people to be able to compete against. Sandy, what's up, man? I am trying to buy my first wonky right now, just so that I can get into this tournament. Cause I remember the last time I talked to you guys that you told me. Everything. Yo, let's go, man. So, okay. We'll, we'll hold I'm, on. I'm working on it right now. I'm working on it. I'm sending funds to Coinbase wallet. I got. I took everything out of there after failing and absolutely wrecking myself on base. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, yeah, my my base experience started really well, and then I just like absolutely shit on my own self. And then I was like, "All right, I'm going back to my Solana game." Like, so I'm now messing with some Solana NFTs. <laughs> love it, man. Love it. All right, right we'll give you an extra. All right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get that. But I have a question, though. I, I mean, is it okay to bring up a Solana NFT in here? I just want to know if you guys have heard about this one. Yeah, is that, go that okay? for it. Is that legal? Okay, cool. Um, I'm curious if you guys have heard of Play the Heist. And uh, also, Bro Hollow is kind of like going off. I don't have any of those, but I've been involved in Play the Heist, and I kind of like it. I was wondering what you guys thought. I've actually never heard of it. And, you know, I think maybe it's because my exposure to the Solana ecosystem as far as the NFT side of things is just a little bit more limited. You know, we get the occasional Solana guest that comes through here, but it's not, I don't know, man. I like, maybe it's just my echo chamber and I don't really see them as much, but I primarily see ETH NFTs pop up on my timeline. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm familiar with the really big Solana collections, but I think as it starts to dwindle out from that top top yeah. 
that I'm not sure. And it, it, like, who knows? It's the project you're talking about. A top yeah, one. Play the heist. Like it's just the uh, new play one. the heist market cap is number two in Solana right now after they merged the two different. Shoot. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Rooster, do you know about it? Uh, dude, dude. Uh, I hold. I only care about two Solana projects at the moment, and um, that's Pandos and Mad Lads. Uh, yeah, it's right under I'm Mad not, Lads. I think. Yeah, I've been dwindling down like the amount of projects I hold, um, just because like it, it really doesn't make sense to diversify yourself into you know twenty plus, Much, thirty yeah. plus, you know, forty, fifty projects. Like, really, you know, if you're trading with under 100K, you really should only be into, like, five projects. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I've been working on just consolidating my holdings, not trying to spread too thin. Because then it's way too much to keep track of, way too much to manage. You're going to miss buy and sell signals on pretty much everything. Um, so, yeah. Uh, on For Solana, um, pretty much only pandas and mad lads. I respect it. Yep. I think a lot of people are just so like it's one it's one or the other though, and then they get defensive. But I like I'm I'm all about it. Like I I have I have some other uh, Ethereum NFT exposure. I and I was like, man, I I don't know why I come in these spaces every time, and I'm like, why don't I have a wonky stock already? So I'm sorry, I let you guys down a little bit. I'm I'm getting on it right now. Oh, bro, you're good, <laughs> man. You're good. It's one of those things where I really think it's going to be, it's kind of like what my experience with pandas was last year, where I kept saying to myself, bro, I love pandas. They're super cheap down here, but I've got plenty of time to be able to stack with how long it's taking to mint out. I'll do it eventually. I'll get there. And then like one day out of nowhere, pandas just shot through the roof and it happened. And it was like, I, I didn't not have a huge exposure because I didn't want to. It, it was just one of those things that kind of slipped my mind and like escaped me. So I think it can happen easily. Um, you know, so I, I, I respect you for doing it and getting in the game now. So what is, what, what's the progress right now? Uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm converting some soul to ETH and sending it to Michael baseball right now. Rooster, is there a way that we can get him in? right now with like i don't know i guess i could just shoot you a i could shoot just you dm him the link yeah, I, I promise i'm, I'm uh, buying it I'm poker link. okay <laughs> yeah check check the discord rooster will approve you get in the game thing and just sign up right now All right and he'll approve you because you're a holder. Be okay. But I'll just DM you the link thanks quick. my bro I'm, i promise i'm buying yeah. it i'll take a screenshot it's sandman on uh on discord i just got all right Bullish Baxter, what's up, man? DM you what's through up? Twitter. How are you doing? Um, doing well. Good to have you back up here, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. I'm trying to get in this uh, poker tournament. I'm going through this Vulcan uh, verifying address. It said, "Next step: set your OpenSea bio to the unique string." Do you know what? It, do you know how to do that? Yeah. So go to go to OpenSea. Um, essentially, you just click on your profile. Click on your profile. Settings, I think. Noob alert over here, dude. Bro, you're fine. Then that's why we copy and paste in the bio. And paste what Vulcan tells you to in your bio, and then I should uh, accept it pretty quickly. 
here. Don't forget to save what you put in your bio so it can it can read it. Verify. I think I sent you the DM. Yeah, I sent you the DM on Twitter, so you can just click that link. Okay, perfect. I'll give that a shot. Thank you. No, man, that's why we started a little bit early to be able to give people that had a chance a question before we got going because now want to try to get as many of y'all in here that are trying to do it as possible. Um, so, Sandy, Dexter, just let us know whenever you guys get approved. And once you guys get up and in, we will start this thing. I think I'm in there. Um, but I, I'm still trying to keep my work. Now we're just waiting for the, uh, the rocket right now. Amazing. Crow, what's going on, man? Hey, good luck to everybody. Um, I got a bounty on Rooster as usual. Got to keep that tradition going. Oh, yeah. Is it a sunny again? Yeah, yeah. Might as well be a sunny. All right. So a sunny for whoever knocks out Rooster. I love it. Hey, way to take a joke too, Kaleo. I was laughing to myself when I typed that out. Which one? Yeah, like we're all set as long as you get. We're, we're going to be set once you start getting a couple calls right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, man. One day. Um, you know, if you just invert it all, then I've, I've been on a hot streak. So. Uh, I ain't that brave. Nah, no, brave. I want to ask you, well, Mr. How's, you, that, uh, how's the bachelor life treating you? What about a good That doesn't exist. What, what do you mean by that? Wasn't your uh like your, your girl went to Europe for like a month or something? Oh yeah, she's back. Oh. Please. I met her last weekend, Crow. She exists. <laughs> How is she? Is she cool or what? Dude, she is cool. I like we we were up um I, I think it's called the Rhino area and um Rooster met up with me. We uh grabbed a drink and we're hanging out. They showed me this other bar and dude, I was I was exhausted. I had an early flight the next day, so I was leaving and she said, Oh, well, we drove, we can drop you off at your Airbnb. I was like, Oh, that's great, perfect. So we walk up to the parking lot where their car is. And it is <laughs> completely locked. You know, there is a, you know, a, a deadbolt on there. Or not a deadbolt, but um, just a lock on there. And she like says, I lock. think, what's that? Like a bike lock. Yeah. And she's like, well, actually, I might, I, I might know the, uh, the code for this. And she goes through there and Rooster and I are just thinking there's no way possible that she actually knows this. And she did. And she opened it up. We got the car out and she dropped me back off at my place. It was kind of badass. I respected it. Um, so, yeah, no, she was she was cool. I don't. Can you explain to me a, a bike lock on a car? I'm not really picking up what you're putting down. Like uh, the no, type no, of lock parking, parking lot with like gates in front of it and they, they bike lock the gates closed. My car was the only car trapped in there. Yeah. Apparently everyone else, when I parked in there, you know, two hours before there was like 10 other cars in there. I'm the only one who didn't get the memo that they were, <laughs> they were going to close the gates and lock it out. So, you know, we're walking back to my car 
And sure as shit, it's fucking locked in there. And we're like, no way, dude. Like, and she's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Starts putting codes in and then pops it open. We're like, holy shit, dude. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like a keeper. Well done, well done. What's your uh, what's your status? I'm single and unmarried. <laughs> I'm asking boys poker status. I'm out. I'm working right now. I just wanted to pop in and say hi. No, you're good, bro. You're good. Uh, I think I think Baxter's stressed trying to figure this out. Did you just send him the link like you did Sandy? Uh, I DM him. Uh, he didn't follow me. So, What's that? I can't, I can't DM him the link. He didn't follow me. Dexter, follow, follow Rooster. Rooster, I, 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 right, I'm already, my way there. I already was following you just to, you know, just to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll we'll give this another two minutes because it shouldn't take longer than like a couple minutes if he sends you the link directly. Um, Thanks in the DM. It shouldn't take more than like fifteen seconds now. Yeah, we should be able to kick it off. It was fast. Oh shoot! A Pepe short is starting to print. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> It's not like you. Uh, you pulled up MEF on your stream uh, the other night. I did, man. I did, and MEF. Let's see. I haven't checked MEF this morning. Um, some. Uh, I think we're sitting right on major trend line support. It's been what it's been is pretty much subtle at the high, retest the line, and then uh, print up again, make a new one, and rinse and repeat. So it seems pretty healthy so far. Yeah. It's been killing it. Okay. Well, is Baxter on there? Did he make it? No request. Just yet. Just click the link. Click register, and I'll accept. Well, he left the space. (laughs) (laughs) He might have left it to get this done. I I mean, we'll we'll cut it off at twelve forty. He's got until twelve forty, which is only ten minutes behind what we were supposed to start at. So that's perfectly fine. If it got us another one to two people in there. I'm a man of the people, and we can do it. So, we'll make it happen. And this is just practice. Either way, Rooster, this is practice for next month because next month we'll do a little bit of a bigger tourney for the one-year anniversary. So, um, you know, iron out the kinks for the people that are in the crowd. Bigger tourney. In a two-hour notice. Yeah, this is a – well, hey, to be fair, we talked about it last week during the space. You know, I, I, I talked about it during multiple other streams and stuff during the week too. Um, I, will, I will tweet out next week – or not next week's. Um, I will – actually, screw it. Why not? Well, actually, I'll have to figure out what time I can do it. Ne- next week is going to be a little bit tricky with me being in uh, Singapore. So – Created – what's that the tables have been created we actually got one more stonk holder in there as well who um was able to join in that extra extra time limit as well so we are starting the tournament in three two 
one. Amazing. Let's get it going. Okay. And I actually like this, dude. This is amazing. We only have three tables for me to be able to keep track of versus like 20 to start off with at the beginning. Um, so I'm going to get these tables pulled up right next to my charts, which are all dumping, which I am fine with personally. Um, and we'll get rolling with this. So I'm just going to say, heading into the tourney right now, I'm looking at the participants and a few people that I think we need to keep an eye on. Again, Rooster, you know, sneaks his way typically into the top 10 for this. That would convert to about like the top six or seven. Um, so Rooster, I would give a dark horse opportunity. Future Whale is always, I don't even know if I'd call him a dark horse at this point. Future Whale is a perennial contender. Um, Hot Rod had a nice little streak last time. Uh, you know, I, I'm surprised one name that I see in the audience, but I don't see in the list of participants is Beach Dog. He's at table two. He's, he's sitting two away from me. Um, yeah, Be Beach Dog keeps trying to reclaim his, his one victory. Um, <laughs> considers himself a poker pro from there, but uh, we'll see I how mean, it goes. He got the job done last time, is all I'm saying. So, you know, you, you can say what you want about it, but Beach Dog did take care of business last time. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. The thing about me is, I'll, I'll never, never admit that uh, anyone will beat me. That's that's not the uh, you know, you can't manifest until it happens. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then if it happens, you know, that was that's just a bad beat, you know. Percentage-wise, it should have won the hand. Um, you just got lucky. So you're always playing the right percentage play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten times. Statistically, I should never lose. But, you know, sometimes you just – you end up drawing bad. You know, I – for the whole reason of doing these poker tourneys, one of the guys that I – uh, co-lead young life with he's a professional poker player and he was the one that knew about the stonks back in the day and i haven't even asked him if he owns a stonk yet but i you know for the sake of not having somebody come in here and having a shark just sweep everybody during these i think i better not tell him what would you consider like a poker pro like over over a million in poker winnings um i mean it's his full-time job uh, I am not sure. I think like if you go to his profile on, you know, poker now or not poker now, but whatever the website is where you can check it out. I think he only has half a million in registered tourney winnings, which is still a decent amount. Right. But, um, I think like the rest of what he gets is mostly from cash games, just, uh, you know, off or club game, whatever it is you can play. That's not a tourney winning right so he does those type of stakes multiple times per week cash games uh, yeah cash games the best thing about being a poker pro is like once you make it you pretty much never play with your own money <laughs> after that you get sponsored and then you just uh, if you lose it's not your money and if you win they have sponsors just take their money plus uh, a percentage of your winnings <laughs> that i think is the the best thing about it dude i don't even know if he has any i need to ask him if he does have sponsors but 
I mean, I, I know that he's doing well for himself. Like he just spent two months in Brazil, just got back the other day and he just wanted to go on vacation and he did. So, you know, he's doing well for him, well enough for himself that he can keep going with it. Sandy, what's up? Besides man? sponsors, the other, the other way, once like you do really well in a tournament is you get added on to a stable is what it's called. And it's essentially like super pros that are creating a stable of players that go and play tournaments and then they make them like money. They like they split the earnings. One of my buddies just joined a stable for a very famous poker player because he got like 42nd in the main event. And then, yeah, so like you just crush one tournament, go really deep. And then it's kind of like creating a resume for yourself. And then uh, you can basically request to be a part of someone's stable through people like that's kind of how it works so so that's another way of uh kind of like being sponsored without being sponsored by a brand or a company per se but more so like a poker pro who's like super high up there oh that's awesome went from first to last beach dog what happened man i mean we'll get him up on stage whenever he's eliminated but like no he's eliminated he's gone Oh, he's out. Okay, then Beach Dog, come up on stage, bro. Come up on. I feel like he has a strategy though, where it is basically double up faster, go home. And typically, the double up fast has worked out for him. Um. So wow, I, I wasn't expecting that. And a nine kicker, and he got called with two pair. So. R.I.P. Beach Dog. All right, so we're looking at it right now. Um, chip lead. We've got Mr. Alien at the top uh, with 5,500 chips. Sandy second with 3K, slightly above the uh, initial chip count, which, Sandy, I'm expecting big things from you this tourney, man, after hearing that you are a poker regular. I wouldn't say poker pro, correct. you know, unless I'm no, wrong, you're, but you're a poker regular. That's correct. That's accurate. I, would, I am a poker regular, so I'm expecting good things. The only way I expect to lose is with a cooler. Not never by making a mistake, but we'll see. See, yeah, there, there we go. So, would you consider yourself a shit rag? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm pretty decent. I mean, it's like, uh, uh, I, I would say I'm net positive lifetime, and I've been playing since I was ten, and I'm 33. I better be decent. You know what I mean? Like, let's be real. Um, but, well, hey, if you get first place, you, you know, basically tripled up your stocks. So you, you know, one for three in a day. Would be nice. I mean, even if you get second, you doubled up, got a two for one. Yeah, it's that's the thing in poker. Like, you could be really good and play perfect and still lose. Like that, the thing the rooster was talking about. Like, it's you know uh, how you run and the variance is is very much still a big thing. Like somebody who's not very good can just run really well and win, and somebody who's good can can still lose. Like, and that's still that's why a lot of people play poker still. You know what I mean? Like. That's why the game is so hot, I would say, and continues to grow. We got Wanda Sykes in the, uh, um, what you call it, audience right now. I suggest you back off. I'll re-raise that. <laughs> you're, you're not winning this hand. I'll show you. Ace, nine, two pair. Get out. <laughs> That's mine, baby. For a hot rod there. See, we got, you know, a little bit of slow action so far, though. Honestly, nothing too extreme outside of Beach Dog. 
He eliminated Quick which Beach Dog, dude, I'm waiting for you to get back on stage, man. Usually you come up and give us a commentary after everything's happened. Did he punt or was it just like he he had like he actually had a pair and the other guy had two pair? I wasn't watching him. He had ace high pair. Uh the other guy had two pair with ace ace three. Um so yeah. yeah so the other so it's not a punt. Pair, yeah, he so, had so. he had top pair, you know, it it happens. But also, I wouldn't be shoving all in with just top pair on the flop. Backs very early in the tournament. I agree with you, Rooster. You're right. He he lost the max. He could have lost a lot less. But I'm telling you, though, I think it's that offhanded strategy is the reason why he won the tourney that he did. And there were about 70 people in that tourney. Yeah. So I think it was because of the fact that it wasn't traditional. And, you know, you hit a few of those hands that the other person made – you know, push in, be a little bit aggressive, get a little bit lucky, and you just build a big enough buffer that it can sometimes carry you home through what otherwise might be considered mistakes. Yeah, aggression gets you paid. Like, if you're in it and you don't play any hands, when you do have a hand, how do you expect to get paid? So. I, j- I just saw a witness to a big hand on my table. Crypto Sheldon just smacked Pixel Ridge pretty hard. Um, yeah, pocket kings. He went all in. Pixel Rich called him with king high on a backdoor flush draw on the flop, which is absolutely wild. Um, and uh, Crypto Sheldon held. So he has 4,900 now. Just an update from my table. So Crypto Sheldon into second place with 4,900. We have Mr. Alien still in the lead with 5,650 over sleeping in third with 3,300. And Sandy staying steady at 3K. Outside of that, we've got a huge mix of people still right in that 2,000 to 2,500 mix that basically just looks like they've bled out their blinds. Um, and a couple people there struggling at the bottom. Pixel Rich, number 20, sitting at 180 chips, basically praying for a miracle at this point. Pixel Rich, as soon as you're eliminated, you're up here on stage with us. Would love a breakdown of what you saw happening. Unless you don't. You know, you could go on a miracle run. I'm not saying that it's impossible. You know, you're up to 100. And, um, yeah, like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You could pull off the miracle that could be the story for the generation to tell the kids of what can happen. If you play your hand. Nah, man, I'm out. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you're going all in right now. You know, it's just going to take like about five or six all ins to get up there with the. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a hundred times leverage trade, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like nailing 500x leverage trades consecutively um, to be able to get up there. Gonna win this tourney, definitely. <laughs> yeah, just Bro, you know, what's up, man? Uh, I set the blinds up. What do you, uh, for... what do you oh, got going on in Singapore? In Singapore? Uh, dude, I've got... So, token 2049 at the beginning of the week. Um, and at the end of the week, going to the F1 um, with uh, Bybit for the uh, Singapore whatever thing. So, I like... They've got a suite up there on race day, and they reached out to me about it. And I was like, heck yeah, I will definitely go. So I I saw both things were going on. I'm like, yeah, it's a perfect trip because there's so many people I know going to it. I've never been to Singapore. It's been on my bucket list of places to go. 
Um, so yeah, stars kind of just aligned and we'll see. Uh, I've already reached out to like a bunch of people, man. And it's, it's kind of crazy how many people I know are going to be there. Well, make sure you take some pictures. <laughs> we'll do, sir. We'll do mom. I gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. What's the, uh, what's the conference all about? I mean, it's just another big conference, man. It's like consensus where it is not just one, not just solely focused on Bitcoin, like the Bitcoin conferences. It's a little bit of everything. Um, I think it's the largest conference in Southeast Asia slash that region as far because Singapore really is becoming you know, it, it's up there considered by a lot as the crypto capital of the world, um, right up there with Dubai, as far as its crypto friendly regulation and the way they're trying to push adoption in the country. So it is just at the epicenter for a lot. Of, you know, I know the big soul blockchain conference is going on right now, and that one's really big as well. But I think Token 2049 is actually even a little bit bigger. Cool. Um, you going to be wearing wonky merch or what? Oh, yeah, man. You know that I'm going to be bringing the wonky merch. I, heck, I'm wearing wonky merch right now. Turbo bullish. Yes, sir. Okay, so let's get back to the table. Let's check it out right now. So, little update on everything. We're sitting right now still... Nobody else has been eliminated since Pixel Rich. He did not pull off the miracle comeback as much as we would have liked to have seen it. We've got Max right now in 19th with 1,500 ships. Other than that, everybody's still chilling right above 2K. So the action, you know, people are playing pretty conservatively right now. Surprisingly, we've only had five eliminations. And again, even 19th place with Max, I wouldn't say that they're out of it. Um, I've seen way bigger comebacks before. I mean, heck, I'm sad that Cube's not up here. I see him in the audience right now. I'm going to give him a quick invite, a little guest speaker promo. Um, but, you know, typically Cube's the, like, Cube was the one that made that comeback last time that absolutely shocked me from the bottom ranks, from the ashes, like a phoenix rising their way back up the ladder when I put a bounty on his head as well. And he somehow managed to make that top tier. So, Cube, my man, how has everything been? Welcome back. How are you doing, sir? Oh, it's a beautiful day down here in Kansas. Miss all you guys. Uh, on the road, getting some windshield time. And saw we got this space rolling. Uh, I had to pop in and say hello. So, uh, been disconnected, but missing everybody. Still diamond handsing all my stocks. Love everybody in here. Love it, bro. Love it. Um, everything going well with work still? I know that you said everything has been pretty busy since you started that new role. The The new gig's been monopolizing a lot of time and started at the busiest time of the year in like agriculture. So it's been a shit show. Winter, you know, obviously it's going to slow down. Uh, and then the wife's had some health problems. That's kind of on the men. So Man, just like prioritizing time, but like I said, miss miss all you guys, the fellow stonks out there. Hundred percent, man. I'm sorry to hear the that about the wife. That's, that's all good. never easy. All good. So. All good. But back to the poker. 
back to the poker. Back to the poker, sir. So I, I want to hear what it took, just your mentality as somebody that was at the bottom of the ranks one turning, your way, how you climbed back into it, what it takes to be able to do that. Well, you know, the old saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. You got to be patient, right? Uh, at some point, you know, you do have to push all in. And if that's the strategy, if you get an ace, anything, Rooster could attest to that. Anything that has some connectors, and it's knowing your percentages, but being patient is what it is. And then you can get hot and double up a couple times, uh, and then you're right back in the thick of things. All right, so it's just basically waiting for that right off. What's that, Rooster? I said sometimes you don't have connectors, and you fold pre-flop, and then you flop two pair, like I just did. But I couldn't say anything until the hand was over. Uh. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, we're, we're looking at Rooster right now in 17th place with 19 people left. Yakimit struggling, 400 chips left. The Italian stallion himself. Um, we'll get him up on stage. He's raising me, huh? I mean, Yakimit at this point, 413 chips. It's going to be tough. But basically, as soon as the blind hits you again, you've got until the blinds hit you, I think, to force yourself all in with 413 chips. And then pray that you get, like, a few people that go in with you and you just win that one magical hand. And then you've got to do it again. Yeah. Um, so still at the top, we got Crypto Sheldon now with 5580. Mr. Aliens bled back down to 4400. Oversleeping a new person up on the leaderboard with 4300. And back at sixth, we've got Sandy still just steadily chipping away, adding slowly to that stack at 3290. Um, but the top 10 is all practically over 3000. And we're looking at the next. What's that? So what place am I now? Uh, you are officially, let's, sh oh, Rooster, what in the world? Hey, break down what just happened. Well, um, whoever this uh, Wanda Sykes is tried to bluff me out of a hand, which is a, a big no-no. <laughs> and uh, they lost all their chips. Um, except well, for not all, they just, they just pushed in for, you know, they, they took 150 back. They're sitting at 635, not quite in last. They've got Yakimit to thank for that. <laughs> yeah, don't don't bluff the rooster. I am not afraid to call. Well, I love it, man. I mean, you you went you went from 17th out of 19th um, up to fifth place in one hand. So that's a pretty impressive move. Talking about the cube strategy. Rooster's, you know, he always has touted himself as a poker player. And Rooster, this would be a question for you. What's your best finish in one of these wonky stonk uh, poker tourneys? Wonky stonk one? Uh-huh. It's got to be fifth, right? No, I think maybe third, except for the first, the very first ever stonks tournament we did. It wasn't like a... Uh, an official Kaleo sponsored one. It was actually just the holders. I think we had one table. I think it was 10 people or something. The buy-in was one stonk. 
um, and that that's what the prize pool was. So out of the the entire table, you know, first place took three or four of them or whatever, second two, and third place one. And uh, I did win that one. Um, and got like three or four stonks or whatever, and um, uh, gave one away. Hey, uh, that, that'd be my that'd be my best, but. And then official sponsored ones, I think third, maybe. Solid. A bronze. You got to have luck on your side. And then R. I remember R. you. And then I remember BT Park, you always playing heads up stuff. Uh, I think that, that was actually the first time I ever met uh, BTC was uh, during that tournament. He, he ended up turning his live stream on. Uh, which was funny. He was he was at the bar drinking beers while we were playing this first poker game, and he turned his live stream on. And uh, yeah, that's how I met dude. It was it was him and a uh, big bull bull. They were like essentially facetiming in the tur- in the tournament. And we got Beck shoving all in, getting out of there. I don't want to play that. Oh, pocket fours. I'm all in, guys. Yo, let's see it. Let's see it. We got some heavy action. He called. I have top pair. He has a pair of sixes and a backdoor flush draw. I folded queen ten. I folded quads. I literally folded quads. He's got a fade of five or a six. I did. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Big win for Sandy there. I think bumping himself up into first place right now. I folded quads. I'm never going to financially recover from this. I mean, Rooster, you're still sipping 3,700. It's not bad. Um, RIP, bot's not a bot. You know, shout out as always. I think he had a solid finish this last time. Always active and different stuff we've got going on. So, um, and hey, I just want to give a quick pause and quick shout out to Lumber as well. 250th stock this week. Absolute legend. Um, You know, like. In out the founder, right? What's that? Lumber is the captain now. He is, bro. Hey, the one thing I'll say, man, I I guarantee you, I know, like adding it all up, and he's giving away a decent amount too. But you you look at how many stonks have ever been purchased. I am still number one for stonks purchased. Like there's, <laughs> you sound like a, a an NFL announcer. Wow, a new record is broken. For... <laughs> so we'll <laughs> see. If, like you know, there there's still milestones to achieve on Thursday. There's still. I I think we all know that Kaleo's the true king here. <laughs> there will be a day. There will be a day when, you know. <laughs> when I will be able to sweep more stocks again. <laughs> it'll, hey, it'll I'm not even able to, to buy some. Somehow I'm just finding money in my pockets and I'm putting it into stocks. What do you guys think? Uh, I freaking love it, man. I love it. Dude, those worm burners. I love worm burners, man. Bro, the worm burners are clean because they just have that look where you can, you know, you the the PFP combination works really well with the worm burner. The, the fake nice and tights. 
Yeah, the warm burner, the nice and tight, like work really, really well with the PFP mashup. Well, hey guys, I'm just out here running some errands for my parents, and uh, thought I'd check in. Like to see the cube up there, man. Yeah, dude, the cube is a legend. Love having him back on stage. Miss him. Um, and cube, you better be there for the one year poker tourney this next, or for the two year poker tourney, the anniversary this next month. I will not miss the anniversary. There's not a chance in hell. If I got to turn right. PTO in for it, <laughs> sorry, I'm going through, going through the turnpike. Also, right it's now. official. I, I am the, an owner of a wonky stock. Let's go. I'm in the club. Let's go. Let's go. Love to hear it, Sandy. I don't know if anybody else noticed, but NFTs have pretty much been down only since Cube has left the scene. You know, it's true. Like, the day Cube comes back is the day the NFT bull market returns. The, uh, see, I've just been totally out of the loop. Now I feel, god damn it, now I feel bad. Rooster, why you got to do that to me? It's Friday, I'll drink <laughs> my tomorrow's one. Bro, but the thing is, again, it, it's just, just a, you know, state and observations. When it happens, it happens fast, man. When it happens, it happens fast. So you maybe give the people just a little bit longer, a little bit longer to stack before you jump back in. That's what I tell my girlfriend, Kaleo. The, uh, man, I need to, I need to hop into, into the Discord of Room 110. Because I do, I just need to buy something. Trying to think, the last time I like my wallet is just utterly dormant. I need to do something. I, I'm chomping. I'm itching at something. So you're part of that statistic. Again, people are just waiting to see your wallet become active again to have the confidence to return back to the market. You can set simple. So, so somehow there's got yeah notifications on it. God damn, I might do something for it a day. <laughs> I love it, bro. I love it. I heard stonks are inevitable. Dude, stonks are inevitable. Um, shout out to Dev Chart and the audience too. Miss you, man. But you know, a lot of that's my fault for not hosting as many spaces either. So you know, we're getting back into it, the space. I mean, like outside, of, like this one has been consistent, right? But I have done more streaming than spaces over the past month. So you should definitely hop on a stream with me sometime soon too. I think streams are actually more chill than the spaces because the one thing that kind of sucks about a space is you don't get that audience feedback. I wish they had a chat bar that was worked in, which I know people can comment in the bottom right corner or whatever. You can look at the bubble and you can look at the replies, but it's not the same thing as a chat box. You be careful what you wish for, especially with the motherfuckers on Twitter, bro. Like, <laughs> if they put that chat box that pops up, you know, at the top of the space for everybody to see, you know, people are going to use and abuse that. Well, I feel like if they did it, you would have to put phases of being able, if you were the person that is the host for the for the space that you should be able to put some type of filters on there. So like filter it down to only accounts 
that have a verified email address or only accounts that follow you or only accounts that have blue check marks, you know, just go down the list to do something. And granted, you're still going to get some spam in there, right? But it at least knocks down on some of the botting that would happen in there. But you got to think about any other streamer that has something, bro. There's so much noise that pops up in those feed uh, those feeds also. But as long as it's a small space like this, you would get a pretty healthy conversation. I'm going to spam yeah. my rockets. <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, especially when it comes to like, links and stuff too if they can you know if that pops up and someone can accidentally click on a link one of the things that actually really irritates me and worries me about twitter is you ever click on a tweet and it brings up not the tweet you clicked on and it'll like bring you to some like advertisement link or something or a tweet that you clicked on previously um that happens to me all the time no um, one thing I will say that you should do though, that just a quick tip that I realized I did not do yesterday. And I actually DM the friend tech team about this too, because I, I think they should make a change in this. I didn't really like it, but, um, go revoke your permission to friend tech on your settings. If you have signed up for them, because right now they do have read, write access, for being able to send tweets from your account if you do not revoke permissions. Yeah, I did that shit immediately. After they tweeted from my account. Like, well, yeah, I noticed no they more. tweeted from it while I was asleep. And they tweeted, I am testing out friend tech, whatever. And I didn't even notice it until six hours later. And it was in the middle of the morning slash night whenever I was dead ass asleep. I was like, there's no way I click anything on the app or whatever to say, Hey, go to my account and tweet this right now. So they just randomly went in and tweeted it out and that pissed me off. So I, I gave them the feedback and I think they're making a change with it, but you definitely want to go through revoke your permission to it. It's not going to delete your access to the account. And, but there's no reason for them to have continued permission after you, um, you connect initially. Bro, if, if I start using Frentech again, will you buy my share back for the $6 you sold it for? Did you ever check? I bought it back already. I'm co-hosting playing poker or, or uh, multitasking playing poker. I, I dumped it as co-host in the space. I was in a phase where I was just trying to clean out every single chat that wasn't active. Because I was like, man, I've got a million little boxes on here. I'm losing track of everything. And if people aren't going to be active, I'm just going to dump it. Then I realized, you know, that was actually kind of dumb. Because a lot of those people that weren't active a week later, whenever stuff started to pick up again, were active again. (laughs) And their chats all, like, exploded. So it was just stupid. I should have just held on to it. But my OCD wouldn't let me. So, yeah, I went back. I already bought yours again. Don't worry. I'm just giving you shit. I I just thought it was uh fucking hilarious um, when it happened. And uh, no, speaking of what I mean, I've kind of been on the inverse of most of CT. Like uh, your tweet this morning, you know, week one, I was like, you know, let me not not even gonna question, let me not question faded or whatever. I immediately created the account like day two, 
right? I used it for a week. I was like, yeah, you know, I can kind of see some use cases. And then week two and three, I was like, all right, this is just everybody trying to influencers, trying to farm the trading fees. And then, you know, your common people, hopefully trying to farm an airdrop that'll probably ultimately end up worthless. And then I've turned around more this past week and it's been like, you know, with all the updates that are going on, I, I can see some, you know, use for this. And then you got, you know, people who are doing like pretty cool things like Hero um, with Frentech. And speaking of which, he, uh, dude, that was my biggest fumble the whole time. He texted or he told the Abashos when he created his main account and he was like, yo, just created Frentech. I'm going to be doing some things with this. And um, that was like under 0.1 ETH. And then that week, he, I mean, he's sitting over two ETH now, right? And then he told us that, um, you know, he was going to be creating one for his alt account. And so we're all waiting for that, right? Some dude, I don't, I don't even know how it happened. When he created his account, and then uh, it was immediately like the first listed sale on Frentech was 0.3 Ethereum. Like that's what it started at. I, I don't know how they like front ran him. And actually, he even had to find his own account because someone dusted it. Um, and so he didn't even have his wallet address to be able to pay the fees to buy his own share. So, yeah. That, I'm more bullish on, like, utilizing bots to exploit the the, <laughs> the flaws in Frentech um, than I am on the app itself. And that's kind of – that's why I've been stacking up a, a, a MEF bag. Yeah, I think for the average person, the opportunities come from like anything else where there's going to be another phase. I'm not I, I don't think it'll be this week. I kind of think it, it might be another week or so from now where you get some of these top accounts that start selling off again. And it has another lull for a couple of weeks and everybody's like, oh, man, it's dead. Whatever. It's just the ebbs and flows. Right. So you buy it whenever everybody else isn't confident. But that's tough. It's tough to go to it and say, oh, man, like everything's down a lot. Let me go in there and buy. Right. Because in your mind, that's typically when you want to sell or typically when you want to say if you don't have anything, it's like, oh, see, told you. Like, I didn't need to go in there. and So it's whenever everybody starts capitulating is when you want to enter. I really think it's going to survive for the next at least six months through the end of the airdrop. Doesn't look like it's going away. There's not much else to do in the bear market right now. So people are enjoying it. And, you know, like, it's one of the reasons why I'm bullish on it right now. Just something different to do. And regardless of whether the points have real value or not right now, you know, it's like people playing a video game trying to farm it. I, I just think it's hilarious how everybody is just making up all of these different things where they're basically turning it into this massive paid group of, I am going to drop all of this alpha. Here are the different things I'm going to do for you guys. And so many of the things that people are saying, I'm thinking to myself, dude, there's no way that you actually continue to post everything in there as far as this trading alpha and this, what you're, you're not going to continue to do that, you know? So it's easy to be able to tweet that out, but the actual execution takes so much more effort to be able to follow through with it and do. And if people actually can, I respect it, but otherwise it's just, you know, like, that's why, again, with that, it's the exact same type of thing as, like, with the stonks. Like, I'm not going to sit there and promise some type of insane 
value proposition for here are the different things I'm going to do. It's like, dude, if you want to come in there, I'll talk with you. I like, I use it. I enjoy it. But I'm not going to sit there and promise some extra whatever set of things that I just don't see as a realistic value proposition continuing going forward. Sorry, that was a rant. Um, but, okay, quick update on the tables. We're looking at it right now. We are down to the top 15. Um, Sandy, I, I, I do want to get a quick word from you about what happened. Uh, I'm not saying you're out of it yet. Oh, we're about but... to be. I'm all in right now. Oh, and he hit the ace. Yeah, I got wrecked on a cooler. I said I'd, I'd lose on a cooler, and I, I turned a boat, and the other guy had a bigger boat. Uh, it was boat over boat. I had uh, deuces full of aces, and he had fives full of aces. So uh, it happened. R.I.P. Man. Well, I mean, hey, if you want to stick around and help us with the commentary, of course, you you know a lot more about this than I do. Yeah, I'll stick around. <laughs> I'll stick around. I appreciate that. Uh, and we got Breeze Champ in first right now with eighty four hundred taking the lead. That, so that's who knocked me out. Basically, he uh, we bo- he flopped a boat. It was like I had Ace Deuce. He had uh, five, and the flop was uh, Ace Deuce five. I'm sorry, we both turned it. It was ace-deuce five, um, and the turn was a deuce. So I had deuces full of aces. He had fives full of deuces, which is better, and he won it. And he won a big pot. Nice hand. Nice hand. Breeze champ. Love it, man. Um, all right, well, we got DevChart up on stage. DevChart, my man, what's going on? Why aren't you in the tourney? For one simple reason. I don't know how to play <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're not you're not a poker pro, is what you're telling me. Nope. <laughs> uh, that's fair enough, bro. So, how, how have you been, man? How have you been? What's been going on? Uh, pretty good, man. I was on vacation for the past four months, so yeah, I wasn't really posting or checking Twitter, just like posting memes every few days or so. So I finally came back. And I'm trying just to get situated, you know, try to see. If it's the right time, you know, to get back into trading full time or keep like playing with all those shit coins that I've been doing for the past week or so. So, but yeah, getting ready for the market and the next uh, bull run. I know, I know you, st- you still don't believe in it, but yeah, it, it, it's going to be. Still don't believe in another bull run? Oh, maybe that was like four months ago. Yeah. Bro, I yeah. never said that I didn't believe in another bull run. Uh, for being a bull no, no. Um, maybe you were like anti altcoin, or you you believed that you know that they were gonna crash like super hard again. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that was one of our one of our debates. Like you said that you uh, you still aren't sure when we should start. Uh, you know, looking for long term positioning. Oh, I think that's far. I think that was back in the spring, actually. So I think, we're talking, yeah. I think we're talking about like just alts in general. And I think you're right on that. I might have said yeah. something about I think there's a lot more blood left to be had in the alt market um, before it ends up bouncing back. I didn't say it ever would. It would never would bounce back. I think that the topic was exactly what you said as far as just a lot more blood left to be had before. But I think you're right right now. If you just look at the timing of where we are in the market more than anything else, could they go lower from here? Sure. Like definitely still possible. But as far as the timing thing, I think like now's a good time to be averaging in and starting to build those positions. 
Yeah. And another good news is like before I went on vacation, I think uh, I put some huge buy orders for wonky stonks and yeah, they got filled. So I'm now, I think one of the top holders. <laughs> Yo, that, that's badass, man. Yeah, like I, I just put it at 0.1 and I, you know, I just forgot, you know, I was like, yeah, it's never going to reach that level. And I checked it recently. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I freaking love it. I love it, man. Well, you know, I, 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 I mean it when I say it, I do believe that the stocks are inevitable. I'm not going anywhere. Especially with the stonks. I mean, it, it didn't click for me, like, how simple the thesis is until uh, a couple months ago or whatever. It's as simple as people don't like the look of charts during the bear market when they've been losing money trade after trade and months on end. And then they're gorgeous pieces of art when you're making money. So <laughs> it, it, it's literally, like, tact. To Bitcoin, I say, as Bitcoin rises, the stonks will be more beautiful, and as it as it falls, people will be like, "Get it away from me! I don't want to see a chart." Uh, like, it's that simple, bro. I I believe they're a piece of history, and you know, I I really do truly believe that all the pieces are in play for a good run this next cycle. And obviously I'm very biased toward it, but it's one of those things where when you attach yourself, like it it is the pride narrative one. Um, But, you know, I, I think even if I were not there, I think the stocks would continue to go on past whatever I've done. But, I really believe outside of that, it's like, dude, if I if I am there, I, I think you look at the what the trajectory of the growth of a lot of the big accounts on here are going to be this next cycle. I think that you're going to have accounts that have millions and millions of followers, right? Like that the new entry of participants in this space is going to be unlike anything that we've ever seen. And whenever the confidence returns to the NFT market, and it will, Right. People are going to be looking for opportunities of projects that remained active, have that core community and have people that have some type of influence that have been plugged in. They'll look for a story. They'll look for the narrative. They'll look for the history. And there are enough people that have exposure to seeing and knowing what the stonks are in the first place. Like enough of those seeds have been planted that I really think it's just a matter of, you know, a little bit of water in the garden, a little bit of sunlight, right? A little bit of the right things kind of mixing together with the momentum of the market for FOMO to start to exist, right? Like, so, it, it, you know, I I don't know when all of that's going to happen, but it's the same type of thing as having conviction that another bull market is going to happen in general. You know, like, it's just a matter of being patient and kind of surviving out until it does. So yeah, anyway, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, so Dev, I, I want to hear, did you go on vacation somewhere or was it just a vacation from Twitter? Oh, no. Uh, I went to France, to Switzerland. Then I, I went to, to Africa. I went to Kenya, Cameroon, Nigeria, went back to France, back to Switzerland. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, what was the best place? 
Definitely Switzerland. Oh my god, this place is beautiful. See you later, Lumber. So what was it about Switzerland that uh, took the cake, man? You said the beauty. What area were you? I, I was just like traveling around with my uncle. So he made me visit like all those like smaller villages. And it, it's really like beautiful, like uh, kind of like more nature than, you know, being in the big city with the building and all that. So it, it was I, I really enjoyed it. Only downside is that it's fucking expensive, man. Like everything is expensive. The food, hotels, yeah. The, that's it's good to just be on vacation, but I don't know if I could live there though. But yeah, dude, that's what I thought about recently. Whenever I saw something where Switzerland's offering to pay people, I think it's either sixty or seventy thousand dollars. Maybe it's eighty thousand dollars to move there as a resident because they're experiencing population decline. Elon's big fear. Um, so they're offering to pay people that much, and I think ten grand extra per kid. But as I was thinking about that, what? How is that going to move the needle for anybody that's looking to live there for ten years? How is that going to be the deci- the deciding factor for man? Like this will help me afford the style of life here. I think the only thing that it could realistically do is maybe help give people just enough to get themselves situated to then be able to build something. But as far as the cost of living, I mean, unless you're coming from somewhere else really expensive, I don't see what the draw is. Yeah, definitely not. I think it's mostly for really, I I would not say rich people, but people who have like, you know, decent income, I would say. So you're telling me there was not a big homeless problem in Switzerland? No. And you know, the funny thing I was, I was reading about it. So a few years ago, they wanted to, uh, they made a proposal to, uh, to see if they would give like universal income to all the Swiss uh, residents. So just like, you know, I think it was like a thousand euro or like 2000 euro just for free. And 70% of the population rejected that because they didn't want like immigrants to just come and, you know, kind of <laughs> ruin their country. So the majority of people rejected universal income. That should just tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the only other country that I can think of that does something similar is doesn't, doesn't Norway pay their citizens X amount, but then on top of that, they tax them a ridiculous amount. So I don't really know. What yeah, they, they have insane taxes, but they also have like, really good uh uh how, how do you call it uh advantages like you know they, they pay for your school they pay for your uh all your medical expenses and i think they have a, a bunch of incentives you know that's pretty much makes you makes your life way better even though you pay like a fuck ton of taxes fair enough man um, all right, quick break. Let's go to the tables real quick. Sandy, give me a breakdown of what you're seeing happening right now. So Mr. Alien takes the lead in first place with 8,300 chips. Dr. Satoshi's at two and Breeze Champ at three, both respectively with 6,800. So that's the top three. Crypto Sheldon with 5,800 at fourth, creeping up. So good for Crypto Sheldon. Uh, Tharanga busted and so did Hot Rod just recently. So now we're down to 12 with Future Whale at 404 chips hanging on by our thread. 
But uh, hey, the one thing I'll say, Future Wells, another one of those guys, Sandy, you weren't here for it, but he pulled off a miracle run once. We were joking around about, you know, nailing 600x leverage trades in a row to be able to get back. He had something like this as far as his chip count, and he went all in, and I think it was six times in a row, six all-ins in a row that he nailed to be able to get himself back on the leaderboard. Yeah, highly unlikely here, co-captain here. I don't know, future whale down to 214 chips. I can't see it happening again, uh, but we should put some odds on it and see if anybody wants to put hey, it. Hey, whoa, wait, Rooster's <laughs> all in right now. Rooster is all in. Good luck, Rooster. Percent pot equity off flop. Luck Rooster. Get cooler. Nope. You and Wanda have been battling it out this entire time. Mr. Alien has been running like a god. Dude had 14 draw equity like two hands ago on the river and he hits it. And then he, like, two, yeah, last hand he hit a, end up turning a flush. Like, Mr. Alien's running hot right now. It's crazy. Dr. Satoshi just took the lead with 1,100. 11,000. 11,000. I'm sorry. Yeah. 11,000 chips and Mr. Alien at 94. So it's a big drop off after fourth. So after fifth ish. But anybody's game. I do not think Future L can make the comeback that, that, that you said happened before. It's very improbable, Kaleo, as much as I want to believe. You got some haters on stage. <laughs> he just lost. He just lost. He just lost. Well, he's, right he's out. He's out. He's him out. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. R.I.P., bro. R.I.P. R.I.P. All right. So the top 10 is officially in right now. Wanda with 2,100. Dr. Satoshi at 10.8. Um, so we're sitting. What are the blinds right now? 200, 400? Um, they're about to actually 10 seconds and they're 300, 600. So you were not quite at the point. I I feel like it really starts to speed up when you hit that thousand, 2000 mark. Yeah. Everybody's down to single digit blinds pretty much. And it's, yeah, it's going to, it's going to get in fast. Just jam. So I was assuming like 40 people would play. um, And we only had 20. So yeah, this, the blinds are really going to start hitting right now. Do I call all in here? That's the question, Mr. Alien. How do I jump to your table, Rooster? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm viewing the table. I was at, is there a way to change to view a different table? Yeah. It's got to be. I just don't know how to use this site. It's my first go time. To, go to the Poker, Poker Now website, and you can click oh, well, on there. either of the active tables. Oh, I see. Where is, oh, table. Yeah. I see the table now. Okay. Yeah, I want to jump <laughs> over. You got either of them. Big win by Dr. Satoshi there. Oh, final table. Here we are. Oh, down to the last table anyway. All right. Oh, shoot, it is. Yeah. So we're down to the final eight. Okay, this is actually going a lot faster than I thought. <laughs> I want a quick break. Dev Chart, tell me what you see right now with the market, though. So you joked around about your kind of looking and trying to figure stuff out. What are you seeing right now, man, after the vacation? What's your overall take and consensus on everything stepping back into it? Like, everything is just a, a weekly support, like, Bitcoin, you know, most of the altcoins. And so far, that support has held. I know a lot of people just look at it at like I've been uh, seeing on my feed. Like a lot of people just don't believe that this is the bottom. But so far, to me, it's holding, you know. So I'm pretty much waiting for a bounce and then 
uh, a change of trend, at least on the four hour before really deciding if this is a like a, a bottom or not. But so far it's holding and it's uh, a weekly weekly level that's uh, that's been holding. So that's, I think it's, looks pretty good for anyone that's like re-entering at least short term but i know this is not a popular opinion right now in, on twitter since like the majority looks like they're they want to send it back to 12k but yeah that's uh, what i'm looking at much how about you dude i i agree with the fact that i think there's no way that we're going back to 12k outside of another black swan type of event popping up um okay i'll do a quick break for sandy sandy what's up no, I just want to ask Dev, like, I mean, don't, you know, something I failed in was not selling the top because everyone said it was going to go to 100K. And I think on the same flip side, it's, it's, isn't it going to be the same thing? If everyone's expecting 12, then wouldn't the, the bottom be slightly above that? Because it never goes to what everyone's shouting that it's going to go down to, like the extreme of both sides. From what, from what I, I know, and I think like uh, a lot of you noticed that is, what most people talk about, like, you know, when they give a specific level, they just listen to whoever, like, is the biggest influencer that's, like, shouting something and they just copy it. So 12K, like, it was popularized by Capo. So Capo has been shouting 12K. So now all the all the bearish people, they are like, oh, yeah, uh, I cannot really sell 12K so that because people are going to make fun of me and compare me to Capo. So I will say 15K instead. So. I don't really believe that a lot of people actually mean it. I think it's just for cloud, for a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it's not going back. It, it, it would take a black swan event to see 12K again. I, I really agree with you, Dev, where I think the bottom is in. But I don't necessarily think that means that we couldn't say revisit the low 20s say that this breaks down wicks down a bit either way the way i'm looking at it i i'm bullish enough from a time perspective of where we are that i think that it would be unwise to like go all in on some massive short for btc because i wouldn't be surprised if it does bottom here and start trending up um, it, it really just becomes that type of thing where you're starting to look at it from how much longer can it really go down from a time perspective. We've got another, I, I'd say like three or four months where a downtrend I think is really possible before a major uptrend really begins. Three or four months where it's possible. That doesn't mean that it's probable or that it's going to happen. And then when you're looking at where the bottom is, it's like, okay, maybe 20K from 25K say that it goes back to 20K from 25K, is it really worth it to try to capitalize on that downside when you're looking at an upside of 100K plus over the next couple of years? I, I just don't think it is. So, um, yeah, I think right now is the time to be stacking one way or the other. You know, just from a time perspective, even if we break lower, it is what it is. I think you'll look back and you won't really be mad whether you bought Bitcoin at 25, 26K or 20K um, two years from now. Yeah, and, and I think also a lot of people think that like the majority of traders just have this like binary way of thinking, you know? It's like either, oh, um, I believe this is the bottom. So if we break below it, I will just keep holding. And even if we keep crashing, I will keep holding. No, that, that doesn't work that way. You know, we all 
have like our different method of trading. I look at trend. If the trend is broken and I'm wrong, you know, I'll just cut my losses, you know. So that's, that's I think, what people don't really realize is that even if you're wrong, that doesn't mean you're going to lose all your money. You can just, you know, cut your losses and, and change your bias. That's it. Love to negotiate their trades with themselves. They're like, oh, well, I see my trend broke, but, you know, this probably just a deviation and this and people start negotiating their losses never end up actually you know just being like okay i'm wrong i'm gonna cut it from here take the haircut and rotate oh, yeah. something else especially like if if you encounter someone who has a really big like ego that's you know used to being right and cannot accept that you know they they made a mistake those are usually the people that do not end up making a lot of money even during like huge bull runs, you know, because they, they refuse to change their biases. And I've I've met a lot of people who practically lost money during the last bull run just because they refused to change their bias. Even though they're like decent traders, it's just that because their ego was their worst enemy. No, it'll happen. I mean dude, you've got to be able to laugh at yourself sometimes too and recognize what you know like that's why i tweeted out the thing yesterday <laughs> about it's been the most some of the most consistent trading of my career starting off with that where it makes it seem like i'm looking for some type of clout but then you follow it up with <laughs> been wrong in at least 90 percent of the shit that i've posted the past couple of months because it's true, right? If you don't recognize your L's, there's people that just come out there and just pretend like they are the next reincarnation of um, God himself on this app and that they can never be wrong, regardless of what the track record says. So you've just got to be able when, you know, you go through hot streaks and cold streaks and whenever you're not in one of those hot streaks, you can't pretend like you are. Um, and, and if anybody is, yeah, that sends like a huge red flag. If you don't notice that there's something that's um, not going well, you've got to be able to spot that, recognize it, shout it out, try to do something different. But either way, you know, sometimes be able to just take a step back too to be able to analyze, okay, what's off here? What's the issue um, before coming back? But anybody that denies that they're ever wrong is just somebody that you can't trust because they're a liar. What's off is oversleeping, slow rolling pocket kings, and then getting flopped or out flopped by me with the second worst hand in the game. Whoa, Rooster, you're back. <laughs> Rooster, nice That's, hand, bro. That yeah, was wild. You know, fucking slow roll pocket kings, bro, because then you might yeah, have big blind with A3. He might flop two pairs, and that's exactly what happened. So, well, dude, we're yeah, down to the final baby. five, so yeah, we got to shift our focus back to this. Rooster, final that five. is. Uh, that is literally, I mean, the oldest, most talked about thing in poker is slow playing aces or kings pre-flop and then getting wrecked by a shit hand like 8-3. You deserve to flop two pair on that hand because you got to raise those free. You cannot let people come in with that hand. It's ridiculous. Be able to juice the whole table. He's like, oh, this, you know what I'm going to get? And not only, not only did I flop two pair. But, you know, an ace came out, too. So an overpair came out. That, that, that's the worst part about it. Is like, it is. Yeah, you, don't, you don't slow roll that. Aces, no. you either shove or you fold pre. And it's like, you know, 50-50. Like, the, <laughs> the amount of times I've had aces 
and people have just fucking, you know, I've gone all in and I ended up losing just from someone hitting a straight or hitting three of a kind or something. It was absolutely insane. I'm not even a fan of aces. I actually prefer to play ace king over aces every single day. Bro, I had uh, aces at the table last night. I was playing two five and uh, I four bet jammed for about 1500 and pocket sevens, who was the three better, he called me and flopped quads. I, he flopped me basically dead. <laughs> like I had to get ace, ace, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so I lost like a like a three k pot just with with them yesterday. So um, I feel your pain, but it's like kind of like it is what it is, bro. I mean, I you know I'm, I'm not gonna not play them. <laughs> like we're not folding pre, and I don't know about just jamming, but you're definitely raising big for protection. You don't want some weak ass hands to come in there and just out flop you. And uh, and if you do have kings, do you see the ace on the flop? It's like you gotta cut your losses. Like like you gotta know that that you're kind of fucked. It's it's they're they're called the ace on the flop magnets for a reason. Like you just gotta kinda cut your loss. Um if you're facing a raise, like they have an ace, bro. Just let them go. Some people get married to their pocket pairs, you know, Rooster? I, I folded pocket aces one time, uh, pre and the situation was it was I think it was final table in a tournament. Um I was second in chips and you know, I three bet and chip lead Four bet jams me, and I was like, I was playing on America's card room, right? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I know what's gonna happen. Like, I know what's gonna happen. Someone else ends up calling with like short stack or whatever, so um, I ended up folding aces. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just to watch it play out. Dude turned to straight, and I was like, I fucking knew it. I was like, I knew it, dude. Rooster, uh, doesn't it seem like the online games? It feels like they're trying to trap you. You're like. Are you shining this really pretty on me just to wreck me here? Like, you feel like it's after you sometimes. And that's kind of a sick fold. But I think that's the only case that you can fold is if there's a page up in a tournament and you're sitting pretty and you're thinking about stack preservation. Uh, um, like, don't, I don't hate your fold. I really don't hate your fold, especially because it knocked somebody else out and your page jump just went up from whatever it was. So I respect it. That's a tough thing to do. Because if you win that hen, I mean, you're, you're chip lead by a lot. Guaranteed, I've cracked the code on ACR. If, if I get dealt tens, jacks, or queens, guaranteed every time someone else has uh, kings or aces. And I folded, you know, I folded jacks um, when I've been re-raised again. And I was like, watch, I guarantee you they're going to have a higher pocket pair. And guess what they did? Yeah, sometimes, bro, America's card room, I feel like <laughs> they definitely, they want action. It's action inducive. So I, I have this argument with a lot of people about online poker and they're like, bro, you're just seeing more hands. Like that's why there's all the, it seems like there's more action. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm not saying like it's rigged towards one person or another or like, like it, it, you know, you get fucked like that. But I'm saying that it's just, it's crazy how, how many great hands are facing great hands. And it's like three people smash the flop and it's a three way all in. It's just like, no way that's happening in live. I'm sitting there for five hours and I see one thing crazy happen. You know what I mean? And you're sitting online and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Why is there a cooler every three hands, you know, between two or three people? So the amount of times point. I get one outed on these online platforms, it's, it's like statistically, it's I've won the lottery like four times, bro. <laughs> 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 like I've been cooler than yeah. one outed so many times online poker, like. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, I, that's why I, I'm a I, I'm a I like live way more, especially for cash king. 
it's just not worth it. It's not worth the torment and like the agony of like being in more of these spots. And I just feel like I'm, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I believe in the code. <laughs> oh, it's a big all in right now. Ace queen versus ace king. Doctor Satoshi aliens might be out. Might be. He, he needs a queen or he's out on the river here, and it's a jack. So Doctor Satoshi wins with ace high. Ace king versus ace queen all in. Mister alien GG. If you're shoving free flop with anything less than ace, ace queen, um, you deserve to lose. Hey, who's the jammer there, uh, Rooster? I saw the hand after the money went in. Who, who jammed on who? Did did he jam on uh, on Doctor Satoshi and Doctor Satoshi made the call? I don't know. You, I was actually walking a lap. I didn't even mean to fold. Um, I folded because I wasn't at the computer. Oh, did you have a hand too? Yeah, it, it wasn't anything strong. It was just suited. Um, nice, yeah. Actually, no, I would have won. Uh, oh, really? I think it, seeing the board? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seeing the board because I, I had a jack. Um, I think it was like jack four suited. In oh, which, wow. you know, I only play jack four offsuit. I don't play jack four suited. Yeah, the uh, the Robbie, huh? Robbie. The old, uh, <laughs> the old vibrating. Dude, I saw that, I saw that <laughs> live, bro. <laughs> and I was fucking shook. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. Nice spot uh, for Crypto actually... Shelter there. Down to four. Yeah. Reminder, yeah. final two win stunts. So. Yeah, down to four. Let's Strategy might just be to survive. But you're looking right now, dude, oof, it's about to be 750,000 or 1,500 on the blinds. 750 hey. That's going to go fast. Yeah, it's going to end quick. Yeah. yeah, I typically try to keep it at like an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, ooh. I like that card. Tell Breeze that, you know. He could be listening. See, the thing is, is, you know. Well, maybe he, he wants called. him to hear that, though. Yeah, meta. The thing is, he called. So I know he has like a, a stronger hand, but the flop is not what he wanted. I don't think he has any of the cards on the board. Seems like he's giving up. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna see a bet here yet. But he just checks. Let him float in the game. You have like a baby pair. Yeah. Oh, you have King High. Yeah, King High cards. wins it. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and see now, if you just check, all, like that's two thousand chips. Yeah, that, that and that's why like stealing blinds is so effective. Like with Breeze Champs stack, he needs to be jamming or folding, never calling. Because you just want to either get it in uh, and then hit, or you just steal the blinds because everybody the blinds have a shit hand, you know. Well, dude, with forty nine hundred now, as soon as those blinds hit you, like you're almost at the point jam. where you're forced to play. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. And if you got a jam, you can't just call because then, like, he had a nice hand there with Jack Queen. If he had jammed on Crypto Rooster, Crypto Rooster is not calling with King Four off, and he would have just won that hand, for example. Question is, is there anything Dr. Satoshi can do here to fumble this? Mm, no. I mean, he'd have to lose an all-in here, basically. <laughs> and then Crypto Shelter has a... He, he can check his way all the way through. And, or, or I, I guess, just... He could fold all the way through, which meant... Yeah, yeah. fold all the way through, and he can't lose all in the top two. 
Yeah, still be in the top two. Yeah. All in and Smallstack take it down, right? So if everybody goes all in and Breeze Champ wins, all of a sudden he becomes chip lead or at least very close to it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. There's some maneuverability. It depends on the next person being out or not. Oh, wow, they're chopping. I had King 4 off the game, um, so I didn't <laughs> play it, but I would have won that. Yeah. We can't be result-oriented, the rooster post-plot, though, for not in the hen, right? So, for everybody that's in the audience and can't see, Dr. Satoshi has 28,000 chips. Breeze Champ right now has 4,700. Or, yeah, 4,700, is that correct? Yeah, yeah 4,700. Quick, quick question, Leo. Yeah, what's up, man? Is there a reason why you guys are only streaming this in, like, a restricted room on, on Discord and not on Twitter? You know, I probably should have actually streamed it, and that's a great thing to do for the next oh, one. Really? <laughs> I'll stream it on my YouTube. I honestly didn't even think about it. Because, um, like, I, 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 I'm just reading the comment. Like, there's a couple of people that were asking, you know, like, how, how to even access or to even look at you this. Know, and... that, that is a great point, Dev. And honestly, that is my fault for dropping the ball on <laughs> it. Um, like, you know how much for the, October, for the October tourney that we're gonna have, which will be bigger than this one. Um, it's the two year anniversary, October nineteenth. Make sure to mark it down in your calendar. Uh, whenever we get to that one, I'll make sure to stream it on my YouTube as well for anybody that just wants to watch. Um, because otherwise, that you, you go to the Poker Now website, there's a link for it, and should have just published that for people to view after the tourney enters. We keep it locked at the very beginning, you know, just so that people that have a we only get submissions from stonk holders um, that go to it. So then after that, like probably wouldn't be a bad idea to just tweet out the link for people to keep up. So, um, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I mean, like you, you will get a lot of interest into like, you know, from all the people on Twitter, you know, they will just look at the tournament, be interested, and think, hey, I might buy some stonks, you know? It's true. It's true. So streaming for the next one is definitely odd. It'll happen. Um, <laughs> so when are we going to get a dev chart, a dev chart stonk tweet? Yeah, I needed to to pump a little bit. Of, I, I I'll do giveaways. I have a fuck ton now. Like I, I like I I check. I, I actually have a fuck ton of it. <laughs> yeah, at least point two before he'll tweet about him. Oh yeah, you know. At least yeah. point two before you'll tweet about it. Dave, you're what? acting like I'm gonna rug the project. <laughs> It's been two. It's been two years. If I was gonna rug and drop this shit, I would have done it. You know, twenty months ago. <laughs> two <laughs> year anniversary happens. Are you planning to do any events? You know, like something like uh, uh, what bags are is doing. You Bro, know, like parties. I, uh, and, I wish I had that. the type of bags that bags did. Um, but now the like the stonks. What I honestly think, what, what's been the mission, the roadmap from the beginning is we vibe and we vibe harder. There's no utility. It's about the art. And, you know, like we'll, we'll do little things like this, right? But, you know, I, I think eventually one of the ways that I, I've envisioned kind of growing every is just growing the ecosystem in general. 
But, you know, going back to saturation and valuation, you know, before you grow the overall ecosystem, you've got to <laughs> build value in that initial project first. So I think that's kind of the, that is the vision for LedgeArt as a whole is eventually getting to that point. And ideally, the way I look at it is, I think that you can do some type of benefits for stockholders in those type of future value add propositions. Whenever you're talking about bringing on other collections, other projects to the ecosystem, I think at that point, that is a potential um, potential vertical. And maybe at the point where it's like, okay, this is an actual you know, you're, you're making money from mints, you're doing X, Y, Z, um, where there's some type of cash flow that's coming in, it'd be a little bit easier, but you know, without <laughs> multi-million dollar mints right now that it's, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so maybe eventually one day, man, like, but that's, that's kind of the overall vision is eventually growing the ecosystem from the art perspective. But I think, one of the things that a lot of projects do that really kills them is they try to make too many promises as far as utility. So it can pump them initially, right? Whenever you make all these promises, but it shoots them in the foot later on because eventually, you know, whatever that utility is, people always want something bigger and better. So if you have a project that's fully focused on the art, the history, the community, that side of it, I really do that believe that it builds a longer lasting way type oh type of thing so that's uh rooster with the all in rooster with zero percent rooster knocked out all right you nearly got there yeah flop the two pair i got cooler you know it, it, it is what it is yeah i mean it's a flip pre-flop eights versus queen you just gotta hold and you flop the two pair it is what it is yeah uh crypto shelter got you in the hand before that for a little bit if you had uh, the group. fucking funny thing is the entire the entire tournament anytime i got something suited the flop would not be any of my suit every single time i've played I probably, probably like 15 suited hands yeah. every flop not one of my suit hits i'm like god damn it dude I used to be in love with any two suited too, bro. And then I realized that it's negative EV to play any two suited. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I got to be selective. They got to be at least connected in some game, you know? Yeah. The, I mean, I typically play like King something suited. Uh, Cause you're like, it, it, you know, if you do the flop, right. Um, the odds of someone like out flushing you are very minimal. True. So like, like king something Second suited, nine. I'll play when it gets down to queen or something suited. That's more of my don't touch territory. But like, I'm pretty. My style is, uh, you know, right in the middle between like loose aggressive and tight aggressive. Got it. That's good. Rooster, you kind of let me down, pal. I was really rooting for you. <laughs> you do, bro. And the coolers hit, you know. It, it is what it is. It was a coin flip. What the odds slightly on my side? Already making a pair, but you know. Oh well. In poker, we call him the Bubble Boy because he lost right before the prize. Unfortunately. <laughs> I deserve to lose. I uh, I cheated a couple stonks into some bids last night to fill a position because, like most people who jeet their stonks into bids, they're one of the few projects left that has liquid. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, I, I accept that. I deserve to lose. 
Yeah, car- karma kind of got you there, huh? Bro, that's the other thing to think about, too, from the perspective that a lot of people don't think about just for the utility vertical, right? If you have a utility vertical and it is a bunch of those different promos, et cetera, like, you know, you're doing these massive events throughout the year and that's the big thing that's the focus of the project. Again, dude, like the cash burn for that's insane. So you have to constantly be able to look for some type of way to be able to extract value from the community to be able to make it sustainable. And I think that's a big reason why a lot of projects that had these big mints at the very beginning have kind of fizzled out a little bit too. One, you know, like it's like, dude, I I could name so many CT projects that just aren't alive anymore. (laughs) Not just the NFT Twitter side of things, but like projects that started from CT founders that raised infinite more that just do not even exist at this point, basically. Um. Dude, like, how much? How much did Tubby Cats get from the mint? <laughs> Less than ten projects that are even out there anymore at this point. Like, yeah, it's rough out there. People are down bad, um, and you know, people are just trying to scrape any amount of liquidity out of people that they can. And uh, some are more successful than others. Um, but yeah, time time to. Time to thin out your bags, rotate into your you know, Oof, wait, big win for Dr. Satoshi there. Brought it home. Um, okay, so Dr. Satoshi, I need to figure out what their Twitter is so I can get a hold of them. If not, I can get a hold of them on Discord. Um, Dr. Satoshi slash Sheldon, shoot me a DM. So yeah, you guys shoot me a DM. I'll send you your stonks. Congratulations. So I will send two stonks to um, to Dr. Satoshi. One stonk to Sheldon. Congrats to everybody there. Rooster, I actually really liked the timing of this one. This was about an hour and 20 minutes. Our last ones, I swear, have been like two hours and 15 minutes each. Yeah. Just because, uh, you know, you know, more people... Um... But yeah, I, I, the blinds at the end really do start hitting. Um, I mean, yeah, I try to keep it at roughly an hour and a half average time, hopefully. But, you know, you never know. Dude, sometimes, like, I'll hop in a tournament online and, you know, like, three hours into late red registration. And I'll think I'll, like, join a, a turbo tournament. No, I still end up sitting in that tournament for, like, six more hours if I make it to the final table. And at that point, like sometimes I'm just like I'm ready to be done. Um, but every every position, you know, your your winnings go up a little bit. So sometimes, yeah, I I get myself into tournaments that I think are you know only a few hours left, and I'm sitting there for like six or seven hours, and it's rough. Rooster, I fell asleep during a final table in that situation. Like I'm in bed, it's like three in the morning. I have work the next day. I'm in a final table. It's only a fifty dollar tournament, and it's just like how much money I'm going to win is not enough to keep me awake. And I've fall, I've like legit fallen asleep. <laughs> so I feel you. Um, okay. Well, we got Dr. Lucky on stage who I'm assuming is Dr. Satoshi. Welcome up, man. How are you doing? Doing well, brother. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. 
Congrats, man. Thank you. Congrats, Dr. Lucky. Thank you, guys. So I want to hear, why did you get a Dr. Satoshi on the poker game versus Dr. Lucky on here? So long, long story short is uh, my Telegram got deactivated. I used to be Dr. Satoshi there. And then I had to make a new handle, so now I'm Dr. Lucky. Okay, that's fair. Well, walk <laughs> us through what happened. A bit of luck, a bit of skill, and just good vibes overall. Bro, I'd love to hear it and love seeing you plugged in. Um, so how long have you been plugged into the Stomp community for? I mean, I, I don't know how I've never encountered you. And you have like 50 mutual followers, and they're basically all people that are stonk holders so i apologize for never ever encountered you before man but it's good to have you up here yeah man, i've been i've been in crypto now for more years than i'd like uh i've been part of the community a few years and uh yeah just generally trading nfts trading large caps uh shit coins everything so when did you get your first stonk Probably about two years ago now. I got to double check the chain. But yeah, it's been it's been at least one or two years. Wait, were you a mentor? An OG mentor? I don't think so, no. Okay, so you got it after the mint. Yes. That's awesome, man. So you got yeah. it like probably not too long after that. Love to hear that you've been here since. Um, I, I, I got to ask, was it your first NFT? No. <laughs> okay, NFT. so you are a DGen then. Yeah, I, I minted, I think, in... Around when was Dodge Pound? That was one of my first mints. Dude, I I don't know. It was sometime in like late 2021, I think. Yeah, so I think that was my first NFT mint. Like a little bit before the stonks. But yeah, I'm holding I'm like about 10, 10 stonks, give or take. Bro, that's also amazing. Abasho. Yeah, oh yeah, I got three. I got three abashos too. Yeah, you don't recognize a fellow abasho brother here. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm I'm following him back now, so that's my bad. Um, we're you know the situation's fixed. I'll DM you, get that ETH address from you, and I'll shoot you those two stonks. Um, and we got Sheldon that just requested to come up on stage too. Let's bring him up, get his feedback. Mister Sheldon, what is going on? You there? Ah, my mic was off. <laughs> You're good, brother. You're good. What's going on? Yeah, very nice. I like the tournaments with the poker. In the first tournament, I already got one of the prizes at the fifth. I was fifth, I think. So this is my second. Love to hear it, man. Love to hear it. So I was going to say, I, I remember seeing your name in the past. Yeah, I'm always with the poker tournaments. I minted a uh, wonky stonk back in the days and a badge. And after that, I kept them. So, well, so, you're, so you're an OG holder is what you're telling me. Yeah, of course. Uh, I love seeing OG Bro, holders. How many too. random OG holders are out there that we still, almost two years now, are still encountering? It's phenomenal. Bro, <laughs> it's still happening. Like, every week we'll have a stage. <laughs> like, crazy. Frederick 
Frederick was the one last week that was out of nowhere. We had never seen him before. He's like, oh, yeah, I've held since mint. They're, they're a lot more than you think that are actually still really active that are just kind of hanging out in the background. You should yeah, put a tweet out one day. Yeah. be like, OG Mentor, comment below or to like this tweet. I want to, I want to, we've got to find these people, man. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. So, Sheldon, tell me your, uh, your story, man. How'd you get plugged into crypto? Yeah, I was in uh, crypto in 2017, I think. The uh, first coin I bought was uh, Digibyte. I searched for it today and it still exists. In the top 200, I saw. DocuSign with Digibyte, baby. I remember yeah. that narrative. And then I made a lot of money with that. I've been through the two cycles, so I lost a lot of money. But um, in the end, I'm doing uh, well. Well, I uh, appreciate you joining and coming to introduce yourself, man. Congrats again for the, you know, uh, I guess for the podium finish today. <laughs> Thank you, man. So I shot Thank you, you guys. Dr. For... Lucky shot you a DM as well. Um, and you guys shoot me your ETH addresses. I will get you those stonks sent your way. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Adios. Um, so that is it for this week, fellas. I want to thank again DevChart for coming up. Um, Rooster again. Shout out again to Lumber for the 250th stock this week. Love to see it, man. Cube, great to have you back as always. 80s, glad that you were able to come up, man. Um, Sandy, thanks for the commentary. Uh, I, I guess the brand newest stonk holder out there. Um, and congrats again to the winners. Rooster, you nearly got there, bro. Nearly this time. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is any other week that we would have been there, if it was a few more people in the tourney, you would have actually been on the podium. <laughs> well, you, you realize, you know, and, okay, I'll divulge the information now. I purposely, you know, bust the bubble just because we can't have the accusations. Oh, Rooster set up the tournament and he won. Oh, Rooster must be. Oh, like, (laughs) yeah, we're trying to avoid that. So enjoy the stonks winning. Now that I'm a Rooster key holder again, by the way, I'm expecting really bullish things from that. So, dude, whatever I got to do for you to hold that and I buy a couple more, I'll release Peep. All like whatever you need, bro. Like just please come <laughs> <on> my share. I <laughs> uh, love you, man. All right. Well, we will see you guys this next week. Congrats again to the winners, and uh, thank you guys for stopping by. And the next time I I do this, I'll be smart and I'll stream it, so <laughs> we don't run into the issue we did this time. Apologize again for that, Dev. Um, but yeah, you know, y'all take it easy, and we will see you guys. Next week, around this same time, same place. Wonky stonks are inevitable.